Hello guys, and we are live. Welcome to Design Wake Up. Welcome to Design Wake Up, the place where twice a month design and management meet. We're your hosts. Sam. Marco. <laughs> and Simon. We <laughs> promise we'll do a better job of that in the next episode. If you carry on listening to the Design Wake Up, you're going to hear from designers, management, entrepreneurs, and people in product design. It's a great place to come if you're interested in furthering your career, if you're an entrepreneur with a company and you want to implement design management, or if you're just learning about design and not really sure where your career is going to go. Marco, why don't you tell us a little bit about how you came up with Design Wake Up? Because this is Marco's baby. It's our baby, Simon and Sam. And uh, allow me to say that. <laughs> that <one>. Oh, Sam's <laughs> face. <laughs> oh, our baby. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, this is our first episode. I'm really excited about our project. And I truly believe that we have the opportunity here to build something meaningful for uh, our community. Answering your question, Simon, the idea originally came from a place of frustration. So I think it's useful to give a bit of my background first. I originally started in sales. Um, my role was very much like any sales type of role. I find clients, engage with clients to sell you know, propositions or you know, services that the company I worked for at the time had. Very, very soon I, uh, I realized that that wasn't what I wanted to do. What I wanted to do is, was really to help, yes, companies grow, but through product developments and building uh, these products, ideas, services, and applying innovation into that. And the more I've researched and the more I've learned and the more I investigated how I could make this transition to this new role, the more I found difficult to find a consolidated place with all of this information for people to learn. So originally my goal and my vision was to create this community where everyone could share their resources, learnings for people to take them and use that in, in real life to apply it in their organizations and help with that obviously evolving their careers and make our organizations grow for the better. And when I thought about people I wanted to do this project with, I thought about people that I like and, and, and respect and worked with in the past. You, Simon and Sam, were two of the best people I've ever worked with. And that's why that's where the invite uh, came from, really. Oh, thanks, Marco. Thank you. So maybe that leads us neatly into introductions. Sam, do you want to kick us off? Who are you and kind of what do you do? Sure, yeah. So my full name. Sam Osis. Um, I am currently working with a small consulting company as a head of capability. My background is very much in creative design, following on to UX design and anything that's human centered. So why I'm here, apart from having Marco invite me is I actually have worked in uh, design operations and uh, during which I learned a lot about design management as well, uh, even going on to a course. Um, so that's where my interests lie right now and how we can start incorporating design management into organizations. Over to you, Simon. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay, yeah, I'm Simon Kerr. I am a senior product designer for a Silicon Valley based software company. Before that, I worked with Marco at an agency um, where I led a design team. Then I went to work at a small financial firm uh, where I helped shape the way that they do product design and product management. And yeah, 
During that entire time, I've been in contact with Marco. Uh, we always have ideas and bounce them off each other. So this is a really exciting project for me. And Marco, do you want to give us a whistle-stop tour of you? No, absolutely, Simon. And thank you. So today I'm uh, the head of uh, strategy and propositions for uh, a large UK-based uh, company. What that means is, ba is that I need to create new services, work with different teams to you know, use innovation and design lab techniques to uh, create, as I said, these propositions and help the company grow their revenues and grow their numbers in, in, in sales, if you like, and new customers. It's quite good fun. So as we mentioned, we're going to focus somewhat on design management in this podcast. Uh, for those that might not have heard the term design management before, Sam, I'm going to pick on you. Do you want to give us a, a quick overview of what design management is? Sure. So for me to be able to tell you what I think design management is, and why I say I think is because I don't think there is a definition, like an overarching definition that everyone uses. So I'm going to go back. I'm going to take a step back and um, first try and define what a, what design is and what a designer is. So by design, um, what we usually mean is creating some kind of uh, plans for a product, for instance. And a designer is the person or people who take part in the design process. Now, usually when you think about designer, and this is definitely something that happens in the companies that I've worked in, um, you think about those lovely people sitting somewhere with their shiny Macs and doing pixie dusting of PowerPoints and creating lovely leaflets and everything. But actually, in my mind, a designer is uh, anyone that touches the product life cycle. So if we're creating anything, a service, a process, a product, um, all of those people that touch that product in some way are in some form a designer. So going back to your question about what design management is, it's about managing the whole product life cycle, but in that managing all the people that touch that project. And it's the thing that's different in this management as opposed to normal product management is that it's very much seeped in design thinking, service design, and user experience. And those are the main points and what differentiates us from other types of management. Great, thank you. I want to pick up on, on what you said about design management not having a set definition. And this is something that I kind of noticed as well. I did a bit of research and some Googling around what the internet tells you design management is. And it's not definitive. You don't come away from it with a certain idea of what a design manager is. And that kind of raises the question, is there such a thing as a design manager? Are we going to be seeing the role design manager advertised on jobs boards in the future? Or is design management done by different people within a team or a team as a whole or a person within a team that doesn't have the title design manager? Oh, that is such a good question. And you know what comes to mind? I remember when I, I was... I, I think it was this weird title of head of design ops or something like that. And everyone was was asking me, what is design ops? Well, design operations, so it's similar to DevOps, just for design teams. And that was, again, a really weird kind of job title because because design ops is in itself a very weird title. So I'm that is a really interesting thought. Like, you know, when, when we were lovely and young and fresh and whatever, and still, what was it? Graphic designers. Um, when UX came about, it was like user experience, you know, what kind of job title are we going to have around user experience? Now we've just got UXs or UX designer or something. So it's, that's a very interesting question. Yeah. Design manager. Sounds weird. It does. And I guess that kind of reminds me of roles that I've had in the past where 
the designer has been the magical fairy dust machine that you mentioned before that you just send away to go make something look pretty and I've always thought that design is seen as something that is subjective quite often and I don't think it should be I think every element within the design process should be objective there should be a measurable outcome that you're aiming to achieve with the product design traditionally it's product managers that kind of lead how a product design is pushed through into production do you think that perhaps design manager is a role that could take that on or do you think design management is perhaps just something that a product manager will have to get their head around doing? That's another interesting question, but I guess design management maybe is more about the processes and the the kind of the how the project is being led as opposed to a person being someone that does this so what i mean here is you've got a product de- designer product developer product owner a scrum master whatever those are all kind of people that are within let's say a squad or something but then apart from that squad you've got other people in the whole process all of the other stakeholders i think design management kind of incorporates everyone in that and it's probably more a kind of the way that you lead the project as opposed to a person that oversees it. So I'd say it's more about the whole company moving towards design management and incorporating design thinking, service design, user experience as the core of the way that they produce things, as opposed to it just being a standalone person somewhere added to the squad. I don't think this is the new product owner. I think it's more the way that you lead the project. And I I agree in a sense with Sam, at the end of the day, what design management brings is a system. And in that system, you'll definitely need a set of tools, a set of frameworks, and a set of methodologies to see the product or service or a reorganization of your company and see that objective carry through into fruition. What we often see, and I work with Sam and Simon in the past, so I know that we have this uh, same experience as well. But what I often see is the uh, disruption between uh, areas of the organization in understanding what each one of them needs to do to produce the outcomes needed to deliver the, the best benefits or to do, deliver the right benefits for you know the end user or the client. How does marketing is involved in the the first moment of the process of the defining the, the product process, how does sales interact with marketing and make sure that we have an ecosystem and an environment where all the parties from technology uh, product to um, you know the business coming to, coming together as we take the product to market in a way that assures that the best interest of the client is in mind. Uh, for example, we we want to test the product. Can we can we use the other parties in the organization and how do we bring them together to make sure that again we can produce the best outcome. So that disalignment uh, oftentimes with, with these areas. And what design management proposes to do is to create that system where we definitely bring the best practices that already exist in the market. Let's say if we are talking about ideation, which is like thinking about the idea, we can use uh, processes like design thinking. We don't have to, but we can. Uh, we can you know, evolve into lean startup, agile type of methodologies, take it to market, using marketing to, to, to enable that to happen, but in a way that is design-led, if you like. And, and I think that could be the, the future. And a design manager, I can definitely see someone having that type of role in our organization like we had uh, corporate innovators in the past. I'm sure everybody listening to this has got experience of siloed teams within an organization and to some extent agile has been seen as a way of trying to overcome that within 
development teams. But Agile is a real high-level philosophy as to a way in which you can deliver software. And there are different ways of doing it. You've got Kanban, Scrum, Safe, all sorts of different Agile methodologies. When we're talking about design management, is there a way to do design management that is correct a framework or is it kind of that high level guidance as to how design should be managed and there are lots of different ways that we can approach it that's a good question simon i don't think there's a right way to do it every company is different a company with warehouse based operations will fundamentally be different than a company who specializes in developing developing technology right so at the end of the day you need to first think about what what do you want to do? What do you aspire to do? What is your objective? Do you want to grow your company 10x in you know, three years? Or do you want to really find differentiated value in things that you do today in, in order to provide you know, better outcomes to your clients than your competitors do? Now, in order to accomplish that end goal, there's a set of uh, activities and results that you, you need to monetize. You know, let's, let's just say OKRs, right? You know, how do you make sure that the OKRs that you defined, you know, in a large organization, touch on every area that is important to contribute with inputs in order for you to make sure that what you're doing reflect on the objectives that you established originally, right? Now, the way you design that needs to be tailored to your organization, needs to be tailored to your marketing, needs to be tailored to your objectives, right? What we see today in traditional management is that it's quite broken. Oftentimes, all this happens. Many organizations, many large organizations don't even think about OKRs, don't even think about the end goal. They just want to go about and do stuff because we just need to, because we need to reach that business plan. And, and that fundamentally is broken and it's proved that it's broken. And that's why you know, many companies slowly and gradually become irrelevant in the market. Design management, what it proposes as a new type of a system approach is to reflect on every party of the organization that's involved, every channel. Uh, you know, management systems and management systems goes beyond than just IT, that which is what people tend to fundamentally think about first. Now, it can be it can be a platform to that supports the sales team to do a better job. But instead of you saying I need platform X, Y, and Z, you need to first define what is that my team needs to perform their jobs better to align to the objectives. And, and the objectives, you know, all obviously always going uh, back to growing numbers and you only grow numbers if you pr provide something that, is, that your user, that your client will find value in. So it's always like the like designers who think about from a uh, user uh, perspective and applying it to management and making sure that every step of the development uh, process, every stage that exists in that system, uh, follows a fundamental metric approach that aligns to the, the end result. Yeah, it's really interesting. It kind of reminds me of the way that product design is done in large organizations. Everything is measured and people are held accountable for the hypotheses that they have. Um, there, There's always a problem that needs to be solved when a product team goes about designing and building something. Um, and that's something that it can be quite hard to get across in a more traditional organization. Is design management, do you think design management is a good tool for perhaps more traditional organizations to use so that they can kind of approach developing a product in the same way that big tech firms are? You know, design management can 
in some form, it can suit every company, whether it's a traditional company or a new startup, you know, with funky new ideas and everything. I think it's similar to every other process or methodology that we've been implementing, like design thinking, for instance. I mean, you know, I've got design thinking in my company. It's definitely different than in the design company that I was in before, even though the principles are the same. But companies tend to pick and choose the bits that they feel comfortable with. Sometimes it's in stages. So, you know, with design management, I think it'll probably be similar. There will be companies that will implement it fully and implement everything to do with design management. But then there'll be companies that will just pick a little bit that actually suits them and their operating models or their ways of working or, you know, the culture that they have in the company. Um, it will, you know, when it comes to culture, for instance, it'll probably be different in different cultures. And, and there's another point, I think, uh, important to reference to uh, Simon's question. That is, do you apply design management in a 20 people organization? Is, is it necessary? And I think before I, I give my opinion on the matter, um, perhaps I can reference a book that I recently read, uh, written by two former Amazon executives called um, Working Backwards. And amongst other things, they talk about uh, the leadership principles and the need for the, these to have been written. And they give the example of why Amazon in the beginning was so successful. And, and, and the fact that uh, Jeff Bezos was always keen on passaging their vision for Amazon. And that was quite easy to do when the team was small. Because you have everyone concentrated in a room, everyone knows each other, and the, the CEO can pass them the message quite swiftly. The challenge he had was when the, the company started to grow quickly, when they could triple their numbers, and he had and he didn't have the same capacity to pass the message as he used to do before, which is normal. Now that's when you know you need processes, that's when you need frameworks to make sure that you know as the company grows, they they learn and they understand how to kind of work in a way that can be replicated throughout you know, different areas and still align with the, with the original purpose. But it still goes back to how can I pass this vision in a, in a, in a way that people can understand? What do I need to do to build this uh, community or to build, to, build, to build this team and to support them with the right tools, to support them with the right frameworks so that their job is also easier when it comes to delivering the, the results that um, you know the, the exact the executive team defines, how do I know what the, the, the this strategy principles are? How, how do I know what what they want to really implement? So design management, in a way, and by the way, I think Amazon is one of the examples where they do this really really well. I think without even knowing they were doing design management, and I think a lot of these principles, and as you know from methodologies, frameworks, you name it, came, come from uh, good practices that cutting edge and driven are, are companies like Amazon, like uh, Facebook, Google, you know, do, and then the market adopts. So I think that's where design management is important to kind of uh, uh, apply what you as a small company can do at a larger scale. And I think the flip side to that I, I agree uh, with you, Marco, but I think the flip side is if you have a small company, it's easier to implement something new with a gigantic company like Amazon. 
it's a lot more trying to, to implement something new. So with design management, I'm not saying that it has to be a new company. You can definitely implement it into a big existing old company, but it is going to be harder to do. And I think there really needs to be buy-in and endorsement from um, the C-suite for that to really happen. What do you think about that, Simon? What experiences can you share with us where you had difficulties in developing projects uh, and products when you didn't have the buy-in from executives. <laughs> What was your take on how to overcome that? You can leave. That is the easy way out. <laughs> I have experienced that scenario on a number of occasions. And I think the hardest task that you've got to do is change people's mindsets. Um, if you're trying to get an older organization to think in a product-centric manner, get them to adopt Agile and get them to test and hypothesize quickly, you've really got to get buy-in, as Sam said, from the C-suite. And if you don't, it's going to be really tough to succeed. Traditional companies have a, a traditional way of doing things. They want to They want to know what you're going to achieve in a year's time. They want to know how many people it's going to take to do it, how long it'll take them, how much it's going to cost. And a lot of these modern ways of working, they don't fit in with those restrictions. So I think a really important skill if you're trying to create change in an organization like that is the ability to talk to executive leaders. You almost have to be a storyteller and be able to explain and show and demonstrate why a different way of working could benefit an organization and it's going to be really tough to change people's minds but it can be done it can be done you got to be up for the fight though with, with design management and design thinking uh, companies tend to implement what they the bits that they see that are adding value design management could potentially sort some of those problems out, but it all it also depends on how much of it you implement. Because you know, design management is a is a suite, is kind of a collection of different processes and methodologies. If you implement all of it and you really have kind of put design management in your organization's DNA, yes. But will organizations do that? From my experience, very often they tend to just go halfway or do part of the processes, just the ones that they think fit. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. I'm not saying you have to do everything, but yeah, hopefully that answers your question. No, I don't know. I don't think it does. But I think that is a good thing because <laughs> that's what this podcast is for. We're going to be talking to people that have had these similar questions. They've had problems like this and they've implemented design within their teams in a way that has worked. So hopefully over the coming months, you're going to be hearing from people that have first-hand knowledge of how to overcome barriers like that, as well as people that haven't had those barriers, the unicorn companies that have just been able to implement design management in a blank canvas of an organization. What else are we going to talk about? So in the next episode, we're going to be talking about design thinking, and we're going to talk a little bit about how design thinking fits into design management. Sounds good. That's a contentious subject. There's a lot of opinions flying about around. I know one of your favorites. <laughs> If you liked what you've heard today in our first episode, don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. You can find us on Spotify, YouTube, and what other channel are we on, Simon? Just go to anywhere that you listen to podcasts. We're going to be on Anchor, Google Podcasts. There's just so many of them. 
But if your podcast platform does support reviews, it would be really helpful if you could give us a review. We'd also like to invite you to our Instagram and to our Twitter accounts where you can ha- where you can see our goodie bags. So Instagram is design.wakeup and Twitter design underscore wakeup. Tell us a bit more about the goodie bags. They're going to be cake and balloons. Oh, I'd love to be able to send everyone cake virtually. But no, for now, it's going to be a little takeaway bag where we're going to put some uh, in- more information about design wake up, about design management. We're going to post the books or any other references that we've put put into the episode and we're going to do a little jargon of the episode as well and pick out some things that usually people only from corporate life know what they mean and don't forget if you want to know more about what other activities we are doing in our community don't forget to go to our website at www.designwakeup.com to find out more about new content new things that we are doing and uh, Yeah, join our community through there if you like. So if you made it this far, thank you for listening. Well done. I imagine that that was a bit of a, a bit of a battle. This was our first episode, so bear with us. We'd love feedback. Feel free to comment on YouTube or Instagram. We'd really appreciate it. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. See you next thank time. You. Bye. Bye.